من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم يا أيها الذين آمنوا شهادة بينكم إذا حضر أحدكم الموت حين الوصية اثنان حين الوصية اثنان ذوى عدل منكم أو آخران من غيركم إن أنتم ضربتم في الأرض فأصابتكم مصيبة الموت It is mentioned in regards to the revelation of this verse of the Quran Sharif that there was a particular person by the name of Budail. So this person Budail, he was going to undertake a journey towards Sham. And this was for business purposes in those days. But two people, two Christian people had accompanied Budail. The name of one person was Tamim and the name of the other person was Adi. So the three of them had undertaken this journey to Sham. When he reached Sham, then he became very ill in Sham. So what he did was, he wrote down a list of all the goods that he possessed, and this list was then secretly put into one of his bags. He didn't inform his companions that were with him that I have put this list into this particular bag. Nevertheless, when his illness became even more severe, then he, he commanded these two people, he said that I'm making the two of you the executors of my estate in this particular matter. This was I am making to you that you must take my goods and you must hand it over to my inheritors. Thereafter this person he passed away. So these two people, Tamim and Adi, they took his goods and they brought it to his inheritors. But before handing these goods over to the inheritors there was a silver cup with some golden uh, uh, some golden decor uh, decoration on it. They took this cup out of the bag and they gave the rest over to the inheritors. They didn't know that there was a list of all the contents that was hidden in one of the bags. Nevertheless, when they opened the bags, this list came out and they found that the silver cup is now missing. So they called up these two people and they said, tell us that did the deceased person sell any of his goods? They said, no, he didn't sell any of his goods. So then he said that did he use any of his goods for treatment? Maybe he used it in payment for treatment. So they said, no, he did not use it for treatment as well. So they didn't have any evidence that these two people had stolen that silver cup. So they said, let's go to Rasulullah and take advice from Nabi alayhi salatu wasalam that what should be done. So they went to Nabi alayhi salatu wasalam and they explained to Nabi alayhi salatu wasalam that this is the scenario that we faced with. So Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi salam called these two people Tamim and Adi. And then Nabi alayhi salatu wasalam told him that the two of you must take a qasam in the name of Allah wa ta'ala that you did not deceive in the wealth of the deceased person neither have you hid anything away. So these two people then took a qasam in the name of Allah tabarakallahu that they did not deceive, they did not hide anything. But it so happened that a few days later in Makkah al-Mukarrama, they went to one jewelry merchant and they sold this particular cup to him. So these people found out. So immediately they called them up and they asked them, they said that how did you get this cup? You sold it to this jeweler in Makkah al-Mukarrama. So they said that we purchased the cup from the deceased person, but we didn't have any evidence to that. Because we did not have any evidence, therefore we did not inform you. So again they came back to Nabi alayhi salatu wasalam, the family of the deceased, the inheritors, and they tell Nabi alayhi salatu wasalam that Ya Rasulullah, this is what has transpired. So Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi salam this time mentioned that these people have a claim. The claim that they put forward is that we have bought the cup and you the inheritors are rejecting the claim. The hadith of Nabi alayhi salatu wasalam mentioned al-bayyinatu al-muddai that the proof is upon the claimant. Those
those people that have a claim, they must bring the witnesses. They must bring two people as witnesses. And the qasam is upon those people that reject. Meaning that if these people cannot bring witnesses, then those people that are rejecting the claim, they must now take a qasam. And the moment they take a qasam, then the verdict is given in their favor. So these two people, Tamim and Adi, they did not have any witnesses. So Nabi alayhi salam told the inheritors, then you take the qasam that this belongs to the inheritors and these people to the, to, to the deceased person and these people have taken a false qasam so they took a qasam in the name of Allah that this belongs to the deceased person and these people have taken a false qasam so Nabi alayhi salatu salam immediately passed the decision in favor of the inheritors and he told them that the money that you receive from the jeweler for selling that cup that money must now be given over to the inheritors so keeping this in mind now Allah wa ta'ala revealed this verse of the Quran that ya O oh people of Iman, when death draws close to any one of you, at the time of making a wasiyat, at the time of making a bequest, then two just people from amongst you, meaning two people that are pious people from amongst the Muslimin, or two other people from beside you, meaning if you can't find Muslims at that particular time, then two other people, two non-Muslim people, should bear witness between you. From here, Imam Abu Hanifa, extracts one masla of deen and Imam Sahib says that a non-Muslim, he can give evidence on behalf of another non-Muslim. He says that in this verse of the Quran Sharif, when a non-Muslim can give evidence on behalf of a Muslim, then all the reason more a non-Muslim can give evidence on behalf of another non-Muslim. However, in this day and age now, a non-Muslim cannot give evidence on behalf of a Muslim because this has been abrogated by another verse of the Quran where Allah Ta'ala says, Was that two witnesses, two men should give witness from your people meaning from the Muslims when should this entire evidence and all this witnessing take place Allah Ta'ala says in antum fil ardi when you are traveling in the earth and the calamity of death has to afflict you whilst you are on journey and at that time if you have to pass away then this is the procedure that you should follow however Allah Ta'ala further says that if you are in doubt in regards to those people that were made the witness those people that were made the executors in the wasiyat, if you in doubt in regards to those people, then hold back these two people, these two witnesses after Salah, which Salah is referred to here, after the Asr Salah you must hold them back, because these people were Christian, they were Ahl Kitab and the Ahl Kitab, they showed particular respect to the time that is after the Asr Salah, so take, hold them back to take the Qasam after the Asr Salah, so Allah Ta'ala says, hold them back after the Asr Salah, فَيُقْ سِمَانِ بِاللَّهِ, then the two of them will take a qasam in the name of Allah. What qasam will they take? La nashtari bihi That we did not give a false qasam in lieu of any price, in lieu of any worldly gain. Even though this person is a close relative, then also he will have to take a qasam if you have doubt in him. And we will not conceal the qasam that they will take, we will not conceal the testimony of Allah Taala. For if we do that, then verily we will be from amongst the sinners. We will continue from here, inshallah.